Okay, good morning. Today's daf is daf Samachvav. Today's shir is Le'ilu Nishmas. Shaindul Bas Yaakov, Nason Velva Ben Avram, Miriam Bas Shaina, Ben Zion, Ben Zev, Avram Alevi. May the Neshomas have an Aliyah and may the memory be a blessing. Um, we're going to go from the Mishnah at the bottom of Samachal Mubay, 65b. Um, it's about the sixth last line, seventh last line. It says, Berishayna Hayu Aymrim. At first they used to say, so, if someone's being taken out in chains and they say, what, what it means is he's being taken by the government to be executed, so it's, there's next to no chance he'll be acquitted by that stage. And he says, The people who, are, who he is instructing can write it and give it. Now all he said is write the get for my wife. And as we'll see soon, generally when someone just says write a get for my wife, they mean um, they haven't yet decided that they want to go ahead and actually deliver it. But here where he's about to be executed, we assume he's a bit caught up, he's a bit preoccupied, and therefore he means and give it. As what, what else does he get? Um, yeah, we're going to say the reason he might also just decide to write it and not give the instructions to give it to her because he wants to uh, also put pressure on uh, tease her. And here yeah, there's no motivation to tease his wife at this stage in his life and he's caught up in uh, what's going on. He's likely to forget to save it. So therefore they can get it. This is to prevent people. Yeah, that would be the motivation to prevent you from. I mean, that's the only reason I've ever seen why a husband would positively want to give his wife a get right before he dies. Otherwise, what's um, I haven't seen another reason. It's not like he's going to have to live with her going ahead. So that's um, I would he's be very afraid of it. Yeah, yeah. So he's doing it straight. She doesn't end up with his yeah, yeah. brother, who's a bit of a who's going to end up the same way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, then they revised it and they said so now they extend in this law again the novelty here is that he's just saying write it and we interpret it as write it and deliver it and treat it as a valid get so they extended that law to say so to someone who's leaving on a sea voyage or going on a wagon on a long journey again someone like that is also it's dangerous He's preoccupied with his travel preparations. You've seen people, uh, when they fl- even nowadays when they're flying, the tumult just before. So that's uh, maybe not professionals like you, man. But people are, there's a lot of tumult and he's caught up with his preparations. I mean, he's going on a long journey, a dangerous journey. So therefore we treat it as... Uh, as uh, as, as the, they, they said, it's so to in that case, he means also and give it. Rabbi Shimon Chazuri, I mean, Rabbi Shimon Chazuri says, Afamasukan, they even extended it to someone who was dangerously ill. Now, we introduce a character, I think this is the third or fourth time we're seeing him in this Masechta. Um, Geneva, Geneva Yotzeb Akolo, Geneva was being taken out in, uh, in change. Remember, Geneva was a phenomenal Tamar Chacham, as we've seen, but he was a bit of a. Personality-wise, he wasn't. Uh, he was. Uh, he actually sounds like he was. Uh, what's it? Argumentative, aggressive, uh, crude, and he was being taken to be executed. 
says, have a, um, yeah, he was being taken out to be executed. Ki, have a konofik as he was being taken out. Omar, he said, have a zuz le Rebi Avina. Give 400 zuz to Rebi Avina. May chamre denar panya from my wine of nahar panya. So now the halacha is, no one's performed the kinyan. Is that a valid gift? All he said is, I want you to give the 400 zuz from my wine of nahar panya. So, Omar Rebbe Zerib, he says, Dora Rebbe Avina Lesal, Zerib, V'ozol L'gabe Derav Huna Rabbe. Rav Avina should prepare, literally carry his basket, but prepare provisions and go to Rav Huna, his Rebbe. The Omar Rav Huna Gito Kamanoso, Rav Huna said that a get is like a matona. I think what it means is... Uh, I don't think he's saying literally go to his Rebbe, but he's saying like he, he should show his appreciation. It's worthwhile traveling to his Rebbe because it's his Rebbe, Rav Huna's halacha, that allows him to keep that wine. That's what Rebbe Zaira is saying. He owes this debt of gratitude to his Rebbe. Or maybe he's saying literally if he wants to win the court case against the heirs who are saying they should keep the 400 zuz of wine and he's saying, no, it's mine, your father gave it to me. He should travel to Rav Huna's based in because, because he permits it. He says that get is like a matona. Ma matonto... That's what Rav says. Just as by a matona, if the person recovers, he retracts, it's retracted. So to the get, if he recovers, it's retracted. This is a matna shkimera. When someone's on their deathbed, you know, and they issue instructions, we treat those instructions as if there is already a kinyan. Remember, there the motivation is... So um, he's, if, if he's stressed about, oh, I want this to go to my friend and this to go to my, this son and this to go to that person and it, and it can't be carried out because they need to you know, officially record it and do kinyanim and all that, he's, it's going to stress him more and he's going to die quicker. So Chazal came along and said, someone on their deathbed, what they say is as if there's already a kinyan. Their commands are a kinyan. And um, now Rav Huna says, however, there's interest, if he recovers... Well, uh, again, it's unlikely he's recovered, he's on his deathbed, but if he recovers, the get is retracted. So Rav Huna extended that to a get. Now, Rabbi Zayri extends it a step further. He says, oh, you're comparing a get to a gift. Well, we can compare a gift to a gift. And he says, A get, even though he doesn't specify it, since he says, write it, we treat it. Um, and he did not say to Nu, we'll say the same thing by a, um, by a matona, since he said give it, even though they have not performed a kinyan. <coughs> Interesting, Rabbi Zaira is making an extension here. Um, the first extension is that Rav Huna was speaking about a matna someone on their deathbed, and Rabbi Zaira is extending it to this case. He's saying, well, the Mishnah compared a case of a Masukan, someone dangerously ill. Is that, I'm not sure if that's someone, a Shribeira or not. I couldn't, I imagine, it's discussed somewhere what, how dangerously ill is dangerously ill. But, and someone traveling, and someone being taken to execute it. Um, he compared all those cases. So, so Rabbi Zaira is saying, well, so to here, where Rafun is discussing a Shribeira, we can extend it to a Someone being Yotzeb a Koyler. And the second extension is Rav Huna compared the, the get to the matona. So Rabbi Zaira says, okay, well, we can compare a matona to a get from the aspect that um, just as the get we find, he doesn't have to say the final instruction of and give it to her, so to buy. Uh, 
by the gift he doesn't have to affect the Kenyan. So therefore, based on his Rebbe Rapuna, he can keep this gift. Ima, you can't compare it. He says, says, you're telling me by matana, since it can take effect after death, he'll say the same thing by a get? And matana, he, he can say, it's a valid gift if he says, I want this to go to Ruvain after I die. If the person says that's good. But if he says, I want the get to go to my wife after I die, totally invalid. There's no such thing as a get after death. So how can you compare the two? You can't say that you can learn um, get from Matona. So the Gemara answers, you can't really compare that case. There it's impossible because you can have a Matona after Misa, but you cannot have a gift after, you can have a, a Matona after Misa, but you can't have a get after Misa. So there it's impossible to learn from one to the other. But in all the other two examples, the other two extensions that I gave, or the, the one that Rafuna gave and the one that Rebizari gave, you can learn. So that's those answers. Ella, rather, Rebbe Abi Now that wasn't what was bothering Rebbe Abi. The following is, it says, If the Shivma, it's a it's a it's a gift of a shivmero, someone on their deathbed in part, and a matna shivmero of a mitzvah requires a kinyan. Why? If he's only giving away partial gifts, he's like, oh, why don't so and so get that some of my wine or whatever? He's clearly taken into consideration. I'm happy to give the gift, but I want to make sure that if I die, I have something left for me. So what's he's now? We, you can see he's cool, calm, and collected. And therefore, you would require a Kenyan. It, it loses the status of a Matnashkir which has that pressure and that the guy's totally clearly um, has in mind that he's going to die. If he says, you know, I want to keep most of my wine, but give someone 400 zoos of it, well, that's not a Matnashkir So that's what Rabbi Ab. So, so to here, Geneva wasn't giving away all his wine, he was just giving a partial gift. So it shouldn't count as a Matnashkir And Rabbi Zaira shouldn't say that. Ravavina acquires it. It should have required. It should have required a proper kinyan. Says Mislaud Ravuna sovar loy boy kinyan, which implies that Ravuna, based on what you've said, it implies that Ravuna does not require a kinyan. But all time on to be in kinyan, we pass it does require a kinyan. So the Moral says, no, shiny hacha. It's different here. The mitzvah machmas misahu. It's a command because he's going to die. There, our concern, as I said, is again, if a if a shchiv is giving a partial gift. Clearly, keeping things for himself, or he, you know, then uh, then it's highlighted that he's not giving it because of the stress of he's going to die, and therefore it needs a kinyan like any other gift. But here, it's it's uh, indisputable that Kedniva is giving this away because he's going to be executed. He knows there's no hope for him. So even though it's a partial gift, it's definitely because of death, and therefore it would go through without a kinyan. Well, by the fact that Rabbi Abba asked this question and you had to answer, it's because it's clearly because he's going to die, it doesn't require a kinyan. That implies that Rabbi Abba would hold it does require a kinyan, but we Paskin it does not require a kinyan. So, Ella, so that can't be the question of Rabbi Abba. Ella, Rabbi Abba, hachi This is what was bothering Rabbi Abba. It says, Hamra Omar. He didn't say, give Rafuna wine. Ravavina wine. Demei Hamra Omar. He didn't say, give him the value from wine. I sell some of my wine and give him the value. What did he say? 
He said, give him 400 zoos from one. Uh, it sounds like what Geneva was saying was perform a magic trick. Reach into the one and take out 400 of the money. That's impossible. And that's where the confusion is. That's what Rabbi Abba was bothered by. It's like, Geneva didn't give us an instruction that we can follow. We can't take money because he didn't say give him money. And we can't take one because he didn't say give him He said, give him money from one. It's, how do you get money from what? So that's what was bothering me. All the, all the above questions, we're, we're confident what the psak would be and we're confident with how he would um, carry it out. So why did Rebbe Zairus say it's a valid gift? Says when it says mechamra from the wine, kadele yafo says koicho, it's to give strength to his gift to Rabbi Vina. What does it mean to give strength? Leyafos koicho. Or Yasser Rashi explains, it's almost if you go in line with this coming up Mishnah into Rashi, the first word of the line is leyafos. Leyafos says koicho. He says lekach loy pirish. That's why Geneva didn't specify this or that. I give him one or give him money. Why? To strengthen what he gives. So that the wine is the guarantee for the gift. Why? If Geneva just told his heirs to give Rabbi Avina Wine. If some of the wine turned into vinegar, what would the heirs tell Rabbi Ravavina? Rabbi Avina, this is the one. This is your wine. Sorry, you lose out. If they said, give them the value of wine, I four hundred zuz worth of wine. I sell the wine. Says, so they sold some of the wine and got the money. What would happen if they lost the money? They would tell him, Oh, sorry, it's your money that we were supposed to pay that got lost. Therefore, he used the strange terminology of from the wine. To make the wine a guarantee for the money. So make sure either he gets wine or money worth 400 zuz. That's why Kaniva, that's why Rabbi Zaira says Rabbi Avinu's gift stands, even though it was in a strange language, and it's to give this credibility to it. And then, um, Tom, they sent a letter from Eretz to Bavel, When someone uses this phrase of Mechamra, they mean the Yachapos es Koicho. Um, and so that's the Paskini, the, the Psak is that even though it's a strange language, we interpret it as he really wants to give strength to the gift so that the, the heirs don't uh, manipulate the system and cause him to lose um, out on that. Okay, the next Mishnah, just before going to the next Mishnah and the Gemara, just, uh, just for fun, try to think about what would be the halal. You know, the husband has to authorize the get, get. I mean, that's what we started with in this previous mission. If he just says, kiss for it, now we're going to extend it to, what if he need, uh, you know, but he doesn't say to new, do you even accept it? Because he has to kind of authorize every step of the way to make it a valid get. Can he authorize it by phone call or by Zoom call? Can you do a get over Zoom? So that's, think of that when we go through the next tomorrow. It says, If someone was stuck in a pit, and that could mean like a jail or something, but he's deep inside the pit, you can't see who it is, you have no idea what's going, um, 
who's there? But Omar Paul Hashemayas Kaila, Yichtov Getle Ishto. And you hear the and you hear him shouting from the board, Anyone who hears me, please write a get to my wife. They can write it and give it. Now Rashi points out it must be a case where he says, write the get from Ruvain who lives in Johannesburg for my wife Rachel because you can't see who's in the pit. That's one of the key points. The second aspect is also that he's not saying write and give. He's just saying write the get. But since we assume in the pit he's in a difficult situation, it's similar to the previous mission where we assume because of his... Uh, that's a pre- uses preoccupied. For, uses for 9-11. If somebody phones up and says, the building's on fire, right to get from my wife, he's, okay, I don't want to become a... Well, again, it still has to be given before he know, actually know, died. This, this is the same kind of idea. Yeah. So, Veleicho Shema Shaidu. Oh, yeah, shouldn't you be... Cons- so, Rashi says, it's important that you recognize him. Interesting enough, the, the other Rishonim um, says, no... Nah. He says, if you recognize his voice, that's good enough. You don't have to actually hear... Yeah, don't have, he doesn't have to tell you, I am Ruvain from Johannesburg, right, the get to my wife, right, whatever it is. You can't just recognize his voice. According to Rashi, it seems like you actually have to kind of, kind of... Even though you can't recognize him, he has to tell you who it is. Um, but if you recognize his voice, that's good enough. So other Rishonim say. And that would be, yeah, then if that's good enough, then a phone call could be good enough. You recognize his voice. Some are still not happy with a phone call because is it his voice? How do you treat the voice being trained, uh, changed into digital signal and airwaves and dinner? You know, so it doesn't count, but that would be. Um, <laughs> fun? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So the uh, the next point is um, interesting, and and we rely on recognition of voice. How can a blind man ever be with his wife if you don't rely on voice recognition? You can't check that it's wife and make sure that he's not committing adultery with another woman or something. No, he's uh, he recognizes her voice, you know, things like that. So we do rely on. Uh, voice for other serious halachas and therefore we should be able to rely on it here. Okay, maybe the thing calling him from the pit is a demon, a shade. And therefore, granted the shade saying, I'm Ruvain right to get for my wife. You shouldn't listen unless you see who it is. It says, You see he has the form of a man. It says, Well, sometimes shadim also disguise themselves as people. So what you see, the form of a man in this deep, in this dark dungeon, and you think, oh, it's a person. It could still be a shade. He says, no, the Chazulei Bavor, you see, has a shadow. Well, Inunami is the Bavor. Demons also have shadows. It says, the Chazulei Bavor, the Bavor. No, it's where you see that he has a shadow of a shadow. Of a deal, Inunami is Lu. Maybe they also have shadows of shadows. My son Yonasan taught me. Maybe his son Yonasan was the demon expert. It says, They have a shadow, but they don't have a shadow of a shadow. What's a shadow of a shadow? Not too clear. Sometimes if you're like standing and there's a shadow by your legs where you're closer to the ground, it's darker than by your head further along the shadow. Well, sometimes once in a while, there's, for whatever reason, there's like a double shadow, one clear and dark, like when you're, between, when you're walking at night. We're not used to this, in, and there's street lights. So we're not used to this in South Africa, but I remember when I was younger, <laughs> um, when there's street lights, so the one from behind you gives a faint shadow, and the one from in front, or the one that you're closer to gives a dark shadow. Whatever is a dark and a light shadow, Shadim don't have that light shadow. It's just interesting because, remember, Shadim are half in this world, half out this world. 
And that's what we kind of see from the shadows. Someone who's, I guess we can say to a degree, real, physical in this world has a shadow. And they even have a bavua de bavua. But a shade, which is not like semi part of this world, doesn't have the same level of shadow. I mean, that's just what I was thinking. Of. Uh, but either way, yeah, you do have to confirm that it is not a demon. It says, Maybe it's one of the women who want to uh, cause, him tra- cause her trouble. Uh, so there's this calling from the pit, making it sound like the husband, please divorce my wife, when really it's just a co-wife or the mother-in-law, any of that list of women who would cause her trouble. Because again, then she remarries based on this get, and it turns out it wasn't authorized by the husband. It's, uh, she's now in trouble, she has to divorce her second husband, she comes also to her first, etc. So um, maybe that's maybe it's the Tzara trying to cause trouble. There's now, in the time of trouble, you can write and give the gift even though you can't recognize. In the time of danger, you can write and give the gift even though you can't recognize. So there's a special leniency in this case. No, he's in a bar. Therefore, we don't concern ourselves for the unlikely situation that it's a tsara. You don't have to recognize that it is him issuing the gift. We assume it's him. Now, the Rishonian debate, now that you've said at a time of the Sakona, you, can, you don't have to be concerned. Does that include the concern of demons or not? So obviously, Machlok is Rishonim. Some Rishonim say that, yes, granted you don't have to be concerned it's a co-op or whatever, you still have to check out their shadow and their shadow of their shadow to make sure that they're not a demon. You still have to confirm it's not a demon. And uh, other Rishonim, amongst them, which I guess you can say two reasons for their sucks, and you don't have to worry about a demon. One you can say is maybe the general rule is that, yeah, you, theoretically there is a concern of demons, but just as we're not... We don't have to bother ourselves checking out that it's not a tsara. We also don't have to bother ourselves checking out that it's not a demon. Or you could say, I would have assumed this is why the Rahman passes like that. He's never concerned about halachas to do with demons. So therefore, you don't have to worry about a demon in general. Places point out, quite in, I thought, quite interesting. They say, there's a Gemara Megillah that discusses, when you're walking in the field, you shouldn't greet a person you come across with shalom. Or when you're walking in the high mountains. I, when you're walking in isolated areas, you don't greet people with shalom because there might be a demon and you don't want to greet a demon with shalom. But when you're walking in the city, then you can greet a person, even though you can't confirm that person or not a demon, you can greet them with shalom because demons don't hang around populated areas. So Tos has gone out, this boar, a boar is a horrible, dingy, dark dungeon. Yeah, demons do hang out there. And therefore, that's why here you have to be concerned. But I know if it's the sort of place where demons aren't found and you can't recognize the guy. For example, Tosla says it's dark at night, but it's in the middle of the city. You don't have to check that it's not a demon because there's no concern. What's quite interesting to me is that Tosla starts to take for granted that you can write to get at night. It's not so straightforward. Many hold that you shouldn't try to, you can't write to get at night because it's similar to a court case, and a court case has to be done during the day. But Tosfos here, without even uh, discussing that issue, as a side point, bring up that, yeah, if you issue a get at night, then it's fine. So the interesting hidden in the Tosfos is another big uh, discussion. But I thought, yeah, it's a... Uh, it's, it's Pardon? That's why that's Okay, next Mishnah. Habari she'amal kisfu get le ishti. 
if a bari, a healthy person, says, write a get for my wife, rotsa l'sachet bo. We can't give the get as an effective get because we assume he just wants to tease her. He wants to antagonize her. Right? They had a fight or he wants to uh, what's it, leverage some power. So he says, write a get for my wife. But he didn't say give it. There was a case where someone told people, right to get for my wife. He went up to the roof and he fell off the roof. So, if he jumped off the roof, if he committed suicide, then it is a get. If the wind blew him off the roof, then it's not a get. If an external thing triggered him falling off the roof, then it's not a get. And we see what Rabbi Shimon was saying. Well, if he went, if he said, right, a get for my wife, and he went and committed suicide, all the rules would fit in, and it would be a valid get. Interesting enough, the get would have had to have been given. So they wrote this get, assuming that it was a healthy guy, and it's an invalid get, he's just doing it to tease his wife, to antagonize her, and they go and they give it to the wife. Look what a husband told us to write for you. And then he jumps off the building, he commits suicide, turns out it's a good get that they gave. That's how it would have to be, because as we saw up on this page, a get has to be given before death. Okay, now the moral of Mice and Listor. The story you're bringing contradicts the halacha, because the, halo- the, the, the beginning of the Mishnah, the beginning of the Mishnah, the halacha was, if a person is healthy and he doesn't say tenu, you can't give the get. And then the second clause, the story that we bring, says it depends. They are very different rulings if you say, well, depends, or you say as a blanket rule. So that's what the Gemara says. No, there's a piece missing from the Mishnah, and this is how you should learn it. So you'd read it for I'm, I'm just filling in from the Mishnah. If a healthy person says, right, I get for my wife, um, he's doing it to antagonize her. If the end of the event highlights what was going on in the initial stages of the event, get it is a get. And there was such a case. Okay, and this is exactly like the case of the Mishnah man. A healthy person said, right, a get for my wife. He went up onto the roof and he fell off. Rabbi Shimon Gamer says, go to check out. Did he commit suicide or was, he, was it another reason that he fell off? Okay, there was a man who went to the shul. He saw the school teacher and his son who were sitting there. And there was a third person there. There's Well, two of you please write the get for my wife. Says the Mikri Yanuka. And at the in the end, before they got to carry it out, the school teacher died. So The question is, did he intend that the son could act as a shaliach or not? Does a person make a son a shaliach when his father's there? I see right, there were these three people sitting there, the school teacher and his son, and the second and the third man. And he said to them, Will you please write a get to me? He didn't really say who. But do we assume he's saying the school teacher and not the school teacher's son? Because people aren't going to be talking to a, a group of 
make a sana agent in place of his father, or maybe he would. So Rav Nachman Omar, Lo Mashu Inish Barol Shlucha B'Makom Abba, Rav Papi Omar, Mashu Inish Barol Shlucha B'Makom Abba. Rav Nachman says people would not, and therefore the son cannot write the get. He's not authorized to do it. But Rav Papi says no, he would. And Omar, Rav Rav says, now there are times when a person will make the son the agent in place of the father. So by the fact that this man said, will, will two of you please write the get for me, then it is valid. Okay, now we're going to discuss in the next Mishnah, when can, when is he appointing the people that they themselves specifically have to write the get, obviously sign it, or when can they if you instruct someone to write a get for him, can they get someone else to do it for them? I can the shliach appoint the shliach. Maybe he'll write it. Pardon? Yeah. So let's see. Omar to new get le'ishti. If he says to two people, give a get to my wife, or he says to three people, which could be a basin, kiss will get ishti, write a get and give it to my wife. They have to write it and give it. They are not allowed to appoint someone else to write it. They have to write it. So again, if he says to two people, just give the get, obviously included in that is you must write it, sign it, and give it. Um, And if he says to three people, there, if he specifies, I want you to write it, well then they have to write it and sign it and give it. We saw earlier on in the Masechet on Daf, of Tess, Two reasons. A bias as the reason is because he's a little bit embarrassed that he can't write the get himself. So he's clearly wants to, you know, between us, well, you, I don't, and you can't ask other people because then you're spreading him, you're increasing his embarrassment. Whereas um, that's his. Rather says, no, the reason is you can't try, you can't, what's it? Mili minu, umili lo mim It's just words. And words can't be handed over to a shliach. You can only hand over something tangible. So when someone gives you an instruction, you can't hand over the instruction. Because it's not tangible. That's, uh, that's rather why he says, yeah, if he says to three people, please write a get for me. They ha- or he says to two people, please give a get. They're not allowed to ask someone else to write it because how can they transfer instructions or like a bias says no because he's being specific because he doesn't want more people to find out that he's not able to write it himself he's a little bit embarrassed so however if he says to three people give the get to my wife they're allowed to instruct other people and they can write it because they're made into a Mayor's opinion so again, difficult in line with what I just said, but Rabbi Meir is not concerned about it. He holds on that you can hand over instructions. You can transfer instructions to another Shaliyah. This is one of the halachas that Rabbi Hanina from Onab brought us from the prison. Rabbi Hanina was the one who they used to send all the time to go speak to Rabbi Akiva when Rabbi Akiva was in jail. Remember, Rabbi Kiva was jailed for teaching Torah, so he, Rabbi Hanina, would go visit him and learn the halachas from him. So, what did Rabbi Hanina report to them? If someone says to three people, please give a get to my wife, they are able to tell someone else to write the get because he's making them a basted. 
Amar Rabbi Yaisi, Nimnu Lushliach. Rabbi Yaisi said, We respond, Nominu Lushliach, we responded to this Shaliach. Rabbi Hanin is this Shaliach. He's the one who would constantly, that would send him on this mission to go speak to Rabbi Akiva. So he says, What? Afonu Makubalim, we have a different tradition. Shafilu Amar Labazdin Akadol Shabirishalayim, Tanu Getle Ishti. Even if you tell the based in our God of Yerushalayim, the Sanhedrin, you go up to the Sanhedrin in Yerushalayim, the greatest Sanhedrin, the Supreme Court, and you say, please give a get to my wife, they have to learn how to write and give the get. Um, they will come back to what the Sanhedrin don't know how to write. We'll come back to that We're a bit further down the page. Um, but what do we see? There's a machlokes here, again, touching on what I said, but if when you ask three people to write the get, no, sorry, if you specify to write the get, well then that's obviously their shlichus is to write it, but if you just ask them to give the get, are you authorized them to arrange it, either they can ask other people to write it and sign it, etc., or are you telling them specifically that you want them to write it? That's machlokes. Okay, another point. Amal, I saw a kiss with Nul. Get le ishti. If you say to ten people, write and give the get to my wife, echod koisev, the shnaim koismim. Two write, a two sign, sorry, one person writes the get, and two of them, two of the ten sign the get. Because he walks into a group of people and he says, will you please write and give a get to my wife? He's not asking that all ten of them are involved, he's asking that to make sure that it's written and, and given. He says, so he says, however, if he says, have a good child. If he says, If he says, I want all of you to write the get for me. Then one writes the get, and they all have to sign the get. If one of them die before all ten of them have signed it, it's an invalid get. So again, just if you notice, the, the instruction is, did he say... When he was talking to ten people, did he say, please write a get for me? Or did he say, I want all of you to write the get for me? That's the difference. And clearly writing here means signing. Okay, into the Gomorrah. They sent from the Yeshiva of Rab to Shmuel. Please teach us our master. If he said to two people, write and give the get to my wife. And they then told the Sofer. The Kosav and the Sofer wrote it. The Chosmu Hain. And so they said. Um, so they said to the Sofer, write the get for Chosmu Hain, and then they signed it. Mahu, what's the halacha? So what's the, the question is basically very similar to what we're touching on in our Mishnah. Now, Shmuel, if a person says to, to two people, I want you to write and give the get, are they allowed to appoint someone else to write the get as long as they sign it? Or do they actually have to write it? So, Sholach Lahu, sorry, Talmud, says, she must, if she got re, if she got remarried based on that second get, on that get, she has to get divorced from her new husband, because it's not necessarily an invalid, a valid get. Badovot, sorry, Talmud, however, requires further learning. I watch Shmuel saying, saying, I'm not confident that she must get divorced. She must get divorced out of doubt, because I'm not sure if it's a good get. That's Says, but Hadovot Sarif Talmud, it needs further study. It says, my Hadovot Sarif Talmud, what does it mean that it requires Talmud? 
I, what was Shmuel uncertain about? It seems pretty clear from our Mishnah. And what do we say at the top of our at the top of the page? If he, or the bottom of the previous page at the top of this page, if he said to two people, write the uh, give a get, they have to write it and sign it. They're not allowed to hand it over to third. So what was Shmuel in doubt about that? He says, no, she must get divorced because I don't think it's valid, but I need I need further investigation. So Elaima maybe also suggests Mishum Dabilu Miliu, or Miss Fakele Mili, Imitsaran Lishliach, Elohim Saran Lishliach. Maybe because it's an instruction, and Shmuel's in doubt whether we whether an instruction can be passed on to a Shliach. He told them write the get. Can they take that instruction and hand it over? Inshallah, if he gave them a get to deliver, they can definitely, something tangible, the shliach can definitely hand on. The question is only about this, an instruction which is intangible. Um, so maybe Shmuel, so maybe you want to suggest, why is Shmuel in doubt whether this gets valid? Because maybe he's not sure how to pass it in, in regards to, can you transfer an instruction? It says, Shmuel said in the name of Rebbe, Shmuel was very clear in Paskening in the name of Rebbe that words cannot be transferred to Shliach. So again, that can't be Shmuel's doubt. Again, our whole question here is it seems very clear that this get should not be valid. Again, where he told two people to write it, they appointed a third party to write it and they signed it. Um, well, you told two people to give again. Um, you said write and give it. So that's that's literally the case where you said write and give it. Um, it can't be Shmuel's doubt is because because Shmuel definitely passes that would not work. So it's based on that, it should not be a valid get. So Ella the Shmuel Hakomi Bailey. This is what was bothering Shmuel. Hai kasuvu iksav yadon iksav. I get. When when the person tells them write the get and give it, is he telling them I want you to write the get? Or is he saying I want you to sign it? I Yodand, I want you to sign it, he's saying I want you to get it. So that's that's what was bothering Shmuel. When a person says write a get, does he mean write it or does he mean sign it? I mean interestingly we've seen Rebbe Meir's opinion, I mean, also lines up in the Mishnah, the whole way through is that when you, that the, not Rebbe Meir, um, yeah, when the Torah says, the cost of law, safer Christus, Rebbe Meir says that in the Torah means sign the get. So it's not so far-fetched, because what was bothering Shmuel? Was it right? He says, no, but that can't be the question that was bothering Shmuel. The Tishud lay, Mimanisi, we can answer it from our Mishnah. Omer Lishnaim, if someone says to two people, write a get for my wife, or he says to three people, I want you to write the get and give it to my wife, they have to write it and give it. it. Sounds pretty clear that they have to actually write the get. So Gemara says, No, when he said, write it, did he mean write it or sign it? What's shut in our Mishnah? Do they have to sign it, or do they have to actually write the get? He says, It's obviously referring to the text of the get. Diktani, as we learned in a Mishnah, as Diktani Sefer, the latter part of our Mishnah teaches, 
We told the Shliach that we also have a Mekubalim, we also have a tradition. Even if you say to the Beisdin HaKadol Shibirushalayim, to no get the Ishti, give a get to my mouth, that they have to learn how to write the get, write the get and give it to her. Now, Iyo might be like, it makes sense if you're referring to writing out the actual text. Shapir, it makes sense uh, why they would have to learn to write. If you say it's just referring to sign again, can you have a dan? It doesn't already sign his name. So it's bothered about the Rambam on the, on the Mishnah says that. You chose people for the Sanhedrin based on their, based on their big chachomim. Why as scholars? Not necessarily scribes who could write. Um, I would say it's quite hard for us, but I guess in those days the Torah was, um, you read from a Sefer Torah, if you were reading Chumash or Tanakh, and you, and you, and the rest was oral. So they, they, they never would have, they would not have necessarily learned to write. So reading was one um, thing. So reading, yeah, reading or speaking was one thing. Um, but signing, well, the Sanhedrin, Dionym are signing documents all day long. So they obviously know how to sign, but they don't know. So when the Missioner says they have to learn to write, it must be that. I see further, it's not so far-fetched. You can have a big time with Chacham, who might know the halachas of writing a safer inside out, but he's never sat down and practically written. You can say the same thing. When I was doing smicha in yeshiva, so I learned hilchah shchita. I wouldn't trust me to shecht. And I can tell you when it's a valid shchita, when it's not a valid shchita, what the knife has to be like, uh, when you can trust the shaykh, when you can't trust the shaykh, can a child shecht? I can tell you all those halachas. But I know the theory, but I don't. I think it's the same thing. That that's what you wanted, chachomim. Imagine in some areas. Uh, um, they were more expert in some areas, less expert. Some, I'm sure, I mean, it depends on the stage, but I guess some might have learned, you know, done the side course of uh, writing Gitin, and someone else might have done the side course of, I don't know, making Tvilin, or, uh, but they, in re- reality, I don't know if they necessarily practically knew how to write it. So it is quite far fetched because nowadays it's such a basic requirement. I was thinking maybe it would be much easier for my daughter, I should say. She doesn't have to learn to write. Unless she memorizes all the Mishnayos. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can't not write nowadays. But that's, uh, for them it seems to not be. So, but signatures. It says, in Ikabay Dina Chadosa, you can have a new. Di- uh, it amazingly turns out that the whole Sanhedrin is a new Bayesian and none of them know how to write their signatures yet. But theoretically, the Mishnah can be established. And that's where we're um, suggesting. So maybe, we wanted to suggest maybe Shmuel's doubt was. Whether again, why was Shmuel not confident that this get that they said to he said to two people, I want you to write and give this get, and they then got someone else to write it and they signed it. Clearly, it's invalid. She said, No, maybe when someone says write a get, they mean sign the get. I don't mind if you get a third party to write it, but their question is to sign it. Um, Oh, our Mishnah seems to say very clearly that when someone says write the get, it means write the text of the get, not just sign it. So no, that's the doubt Shmuel had. What does the Mishnah mean? Um, so oh, the East Viralonda High cause of Luxav who if you're gonna tell me that this write the get means sign the get, oh, get kosher. 
yeah, they allowed to get to get signed by someone else. Didn't Shmuel say the halacha is like Rabbi? That Shmuel said in the name of Rabbi, the halacha is like Rabbi Yosi that you can't hand over words. I so um. Now, Omri, they answered. Sorry, what's the question? Um, you know, it can't be the reason that Shmuel thought this get might be valid, because um, just trying to think. You know, how can the shliach transfer their instruction to write the get? Again, even so, he told this. So, we tell him generally when someone says write a get, they mean sign the get. They're not making you responsible to write it because they know most people can't write a get. So, but we still run into trouble. It should still clearly be for uh, an invalid get, and we're not clear why Shmuel said it, it's in doubt. Because when he instructed these people write the get and um, write the get and give it granted he's not asking them to write it but to sign it they can't go and transfer that instruction to the sofa they can't say to the sofa please write the get because remember it's words and words can't be handed over and instruction can't be handed over so he says no the answer is Omri. They said, "Israel on the Ksavuksav Yadon." Who, if you tell, if you hold, which seems to be how we do hold, that when someone says write the get, they mean hand write, they mean sign it. Well, then when someone says Ksav Haget, Kosav Haget, write the get, Nasek Oimer Imru. It's as if they said, "Tell someone." And Rabbi Yossi agrees when someone says Imru. I generally a shliach can't transfer an instruction. But if the principal party explicitly tells them, please, you can hand over that instruction or tell someone else, well, that is their shlichus and it's fine. So you're right, generally I ask you, please do something. You can't transfer that and say, please, someone else do it, because you can't transfer it. But if I tell you, please ask Ruvain to do something, well, then obviously you can, because that's your shlichus to hand over. So if someone asks you, write a get, not only write a get, they mean sign the get. And they're telling you, find someone to write it. So there you are authorized with that instruction. It says, Does Rabbi Yossi really agree with Imru? Um... I think let's leave it here for today, but that's what the Gemara is continuing with this discussion, trying to, first it's going to analyze, does Rabbi Yossi agree with this concept that you can give someone an instruction to hand over an instruction? Is that strong enough? It's going to bring a little bit of a tricky piece to say, imply not, but then it's going to come out that you can, and it's going to continue with this discussion, trying to find Shmuel's doubt. Why was Shmuel not confident that if you told someone right to get and give it to her, why was he not confident? Why was he not confident that it's invalid? Why did he say there might be a reason to say it's valid? Okay, have a very good Shabbos. Shabbos.